Welcome to Elevate, the masterclass where we dissect the elements of exceptional achievement and lifestyle design with a focus on personal growth and real estate investing. Now, here's your host, Tyler Chesser. Elevate Nation, welcome back. This is Tyler Chesser. I'm blessed and grateful to have you here, and I'm super excited to be sitting down with you for another edition of Elevate Exclusive with Tyler. I hope you're enjoying these. I'm certainly enjoying them and I'm learning, I'm growing through this process. I hope that it's helpful for you as well, but I want to add value to you. So I'll get right to it. What I want to talk to you about today is the concept of discomfort, right? I mean, we're all familiar with it. We all deal with it, you know, on a, on a daily basis, right? There's always something that makes us uncomfortable in our life. And I want to start off as I normally do with these Elevate exclusives with a quote. And this, of course, from the man, the myth, the legend, Tony Robbins. He says, the quality of your life is in direct proportion to the amount of uncertainty you can comfortably deal with. And, you know, the interesting thing about that is, first of all, I totally agree with it. And the more that I've put this into practice in my business and in my own life, just as a growing individual, as someone who knows that there's always another level, you know, I've recognized that the more I step into discomfort, the quality of my life does improve. It raises. And also, you know, the level of satisfaction that I have for myself that I've been able to face my fears and worries and doubts, you know, is is something to be proud of. And and actually, it's maybe one of the greatest gifts of this entire process. But I want to reflect back on, you know, a time when I got started in the real estate business and I hired my first coach. And um, what he shared with me was a profound principle that really stuck with me and it still sticks with me to this day is that you've got to find comfort in being uncomfortable. And if you really think about that, it's super profound because, you know, it's, it's certainly a dichotomy, right? Comfort and discomfort are the opposite of each other, right? So how can you find comfort in being uncomfortable? Uh, you know, one thing is you've got to lean into that discomfort, right? You've got to lean into the challenge of any circumstance and recognize that perhaps it's a calling card. Perhaps it's asking you to become the next version of yourself, to draw out, you know, new skills, new, you know, insights, new tactics, new pieces of wisdom within yourself to overcome this challenge, to overcome this discomfort. And perhaps there's a level of fear, that you're dealing with as well. Cause I will tell you that, you know, I know this is true for me my mind tells me that everything that seems uncomfortable or seems uncertain is much more challenging than it actually is. So, you know, I, I think it's really important to recognize that if we want to do something great, we've got to do what others are not willing to do. Most people are not willing to get uncomfortable. Most people are not willing to lean into that discomfort. Most people are not willing to find the passion in uncertainty and dealing with that. And the other thing that I think is really interesting with uncertainty in particular is that we all have a certain level of uncertainty. It's just a matter of your perspective, right? The world is uncertain. You know, if you read any books like The Black Swan or Thinking in Bets by our recent guest, Annie Duke, um, you know that there's a level of probability in the world that you know, is relevant in in everything that we do. So once you recognize that there is uncertainty, it's a matter of how do we operate within that. And that's why I think personal growth is one of the most important things that you can consider and really commit to in your life. And that's why we focus on it so much with Elevate, because if you can operate within a high level of uncertainty, the quality of your life is going to continue to raise and continue to rise. 
and your opportunities, you know, your outlook, your level of fulfillment, your level level of satisfaction, happiness, you know, within your day to day life is going to continue to rise. And uh, you know, it's 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 so important. And you know, we can go out and we can create financial abundance. We can go out and create financial independence and you know, freedom and you know, an unlimited financial capacity so that we can do whatever we want to do. But if we don't develop the appropriate mindsets and philosophies, then what's it all for, right? We want a level a quality of life that we can share with other people, right? We can help people achieve breakthroughs, um, you know, in, in so many different ways. So you've got to learn, learn to love the process, right? It's all about the process. And sometimes there's a greater gift within the process than the actual outcome at times. And that's a really interesting concept uh, to consider and something that I've recognized looking back, you know, over my sort of early times of my entrepreneurial journey is that the process is what actually causes me to become the greatest version of myself, right? And so those levels of discomfort allow us to elevate, they allow us to become, you know, a higher version of ourselves. So I want to tell you about a story. I had a recent client, um, you know, session, a coaching client of mine, they are, um, you know, it's a, it's actually a partnership and they are, you know, building their real estate business, right. And they're actually looking to transition from their very high paying W2, uh, careers because they're looking for lifestyle. They're looking for a lifestyle design, um, that they have the option of creating through real estate. And so I want to tell you about this story because I, I wanted to start with them on really the mindset of, you know, when you transition as a tactician, right, you're a tactician in a W-2 setting, or perhaps you're a manager, perhaps you manage a few people, maybe you're a supervisor, but you're really good at doing, right? A tactician is living in the present. You know, I, I gave them the story of, you know, a plumber. It's like, okay, you're the best plumber in the entire company. So you say, look, I want to start my own plumbing company and I'm going to go out there and I'm going to, you know, hang a shingle. I'm going to start an LLC and I'm going to be the best plumber that anybody could ever imagine. And I'm not going to be making someone else rich. I'm going to be building wealth for myself. You know, the average plumber goes out there and, and you know, he does his thing. He or she does her or his thing, right? They go out there and re repair leaks. They, you know, make plumbing improvements to, you know, either homes or commercial properties or apartment complexes or what have you. And little do they know, perhaps what all goes into being an entrepreneur and being a business owner. It's not just about the activity of replacing a pipe or making an improvement to a property. You know, it's about the sales management. It's about sales in itself. It's about accounting. It's about bookkeeping. It's about marketing. It's about branding. It's about, you know, managing your inventory in so many different categories within running a successful business. If, and if you look at it, 90% of businesses fail, you know, and 90% of businesses in America fail. And that shouldn't discourage us, but it should give us the opportunity to recognize that perhaps there's a different way. Perhaps we need to evolve. Perhaps we need to elevate, you know, our thinking, our level of thinking, because are we working in our business? Or are we working on our business? Okay, so I wanted to bring this example to your attention because, you know, it's a it's an uncomfortable process to evolve, to elevate, to grow, to become the next version of yourself. And so the example that I shared with them is this individual needs to evolve from thinking as a tactician 100% of the time or 70% of the time or 80% of the time to perhaps more of a balance. You know, how can you be a manager? How can you live in the past and perhaps create order 
out of a little bit of chaos. And further to that, how can you be an entrepreneur? You know, these are the three different personalities that any business owner needs to, you know, be aware of and, you know, sort of shift between at times. And as your company grows, of course, there's a level of discomfort in growing a company, um, but you've got to find people to fill these different roles. Perhaps you've, you've got a business partner. Perhaps you've got to balance each other out in terms of who's more entrepreneurial, who's more managerial. And so this process is very uncomfortable. Is it worth it? Perhaps. Perhaps for you, it's worth it. And you got to think about your outcome. You've got to think about what is it that you're looking to accomplish in the long term? What are we looking to create and why? What's the purpose behind that, of course, right? So thinking about all of these things, and obviously, once you start to, you know, any any why, if your why is big enough, you know, you can bear any how is what they say. And I totally butchered that, but it's the truth. And so it's about having purpose, of course, but it's about also opening your mind to a transformation. And, you know, I think it's it's super important. And it's also you know, once you lean into this, you can have fun with it. You can make it a game. It's like, what can I learn today? You know, what type of uncertainty can I deal with today? What type of discomfort can I lean in today? And I love that. And I, I also wanted to, you know, open up, you know, to the fact that, hey, your mind will tell you a story that it's so much harder than it really is, right? Your mind does that. And my mind does that all the time. It's like, you know, even when I get up in the morning and I'm like, well, you know, I work out. That's what I do. I, I, you know, I'm, I try to be fit. I try to stay in shape. I try to push my body to the limits, but constantly my mind says, Oh, come on, but not today. Right? Like you, you're good. Like you did it yesterday, the day before today, you can take off, but I will tell you, it's so interesting because my mind tells me it's going to be so much harder than it actually is in the process. And, and particularly for myself, like I don't love working out lower body. I always, I do it. I will tell you, I do it. So hold me accountable if for some reason you, uh, you recognize the fact that perhaps I'm, I'm not doing that, but I will tell you that I step into it. And as I am, as I'm working out legs, you know, if I'm lifting weights heavy with my legs, you know, in the process of doing it, it's not nearly as bad as I told myself it would be previous to beginning the workout or previous to whatever exercise I'm doing. So I think that's important you know, for all of us is to recognize, hey, wait a minute, our mind's trying to keep us comfortable. Our mind is trying to keep us in a level of certainty because it's focused on survival. You know, our mind is focused on how can we stay safe, you know, stay sane, and how can we pass on our genes, right? That's the evolution mindset. That's the reptilian brain. That's one that's been passed down to us for millions of years. And, you know, evolution is a very slow process, but um, you know, we've got to push against that. We've got to lean into discomfort because, you know, one thing that Robin Sharma says is that the more time you spend in your discomfort zone, the more your comfort zone will expand, right? So find comfort in being uncomfortable. It's the same thing. It's exactly what he's talking about. So you can actually find that comfort. It is about the mindset. It's saying, wait a minute, this is uncomfortable. What could this mean? And then I think about the wise words of Tony Robbins, who says, as I mentioned, and I'll say it again, the quality of your life is in direct proportion to the amount of uncertainty you can comfortably deal with. Right? So I'm leaning into this discomfort. And I'm saying, wise people have told me discomfort is a good thing. So what can I do to build this muscle? It's just like exercising. You know, it's just like reading a book is building the muscle of your mind, you know, your intellect, your wisdom, you know, your insights. 
that is working out and also leaning into discomfort is a workout. You know, that's a rep. Every single time you do something that's uncomfortable, you're expanding your comfort zone as Robin Sharma said. So, you know, we talked about why, right? Why is this important? It's because look, the next version of yourself is calling you right now. The next version of yourself is asking you to step over fear and to step over comfort. You know, we talk about this time and time again, but you know, it's easy choices, hard life, hard choices, you know, easy life, right? So do the hard things, you know, go and, and get uncomfortable, you know, and I want to, I want to give you three specific tactics and, and tips for you on how you can elevate the quality of your life through discomfort with these three tips. So here we go. So how number one is embrace discomfort, right? Embrace it, you know, love it, learn to love it. When you see discomfort, you know that that's your calling card. Because wise people have told you, wise people have showed, they've exhibited that if you go through uncomfortable times, uncomfortable periods, you know, there's a greater outcome on the back end, right? And I think about real estate. I mean, it's extremely uncomfortable in many ways, right? Some of these deals, you know, take forever. You know, some of these, you know, negotiations can feel like high stakes, high pressure. And your mind can tell you, hey, you know, go away from this. This is, this is scary. This is bad. Um, you know, but there's a beautiful outcome on the next side, on the other side, if you're willing to embrace and if you're willing to push through that discomfort and recognizing that perhaps, you know, not only a great financial outcome on the other side of, of this challenge exists, but, you know, also it's challenging you to become that next version of yourself. It's giving you the opportunity to evolve. It's giving you the opportunity to put a new tool in your tool belt. So embracing that discomfort because of all the hidden blessings. Most people aren't aware of these hidden blessings of discomfort. You know, any real estate developer will tell you that, uh, you know, it's extremely uncomfortable. It's extremely, you know, challenging. It's extremely uncertain. You don't know if the council member is going to approve your project. You don't know what's going to happen in two years, you know, when you applied for zoning and you, you know, you, you submitted your building permits, you don't know what the economy is going to be like, you know, you can project, you can make decisions, but you know, the, the greatest rewards are for those who take on those type of challenges and those type of risks. And obviously you want to be thoughtful. You want to be careful about what you're doing, but it's about embracing that discomfort and living within that and, you know, developing a hardened mindset to say, you know what, this is a beautiful thing. I'm growing as a result of this discomfort. So embrace discomfort is number one. Number two, get out of your head. Get out of your head. And, and I started off this discussion with Tony Robbins, but I'll, I'll continue with Tony now because he says, if you're in your head, you're dead. And, you know, sometimes we always, you know, our minds will give us what we believe are rationalized opinions or reasons why something won't work or reasons why we shouldn't push forward through a challenge or push forward through discomfort. But if you're in your head, you're dead, right? So you've got to recognize that your mind is telling you rational lies. You know, you, you're calling them rationalized opinions or thoughts or reasons or facts or whatever. But could you consider the fact that it's perhaps a rational lie? You know, if you take action and you fail, what's the worst that could happen? You know, I think about Tim Ferriss. He talks about fear setting, right? What's the worst that could happen if I really go after it here? You know, failure, in my opinion, and in many, you know, wiser people than me's opinion is that failure is feedback and you either win or you learn. And obviously you want to take, you know, calculated risks and, you know, consider 
pros and cons and probabilities and all these things, but you want to get out of your head, take action, take massive action and recognize that, you know, even if you fail, there's an opportunity and a seed perhaps for a greater benefit and a greater success in the future. So it's a beautiful thing to get out of your head and just go after it, go after your dreams because no one else is going to do it for you. Let me, let me just tell you that no one else is going to go after your dreams for you. So I want to encourage you to get out of your head. And then number three, the final tip that I have um, for you to elevate the quality of your life and through really, you know, understanding and operating within discomfort is focus on your outcome. You know, what are you looking to accomplish here? Because a lot of times when we deal with uncertainty or discomfort, we're thinking about the negatives. We're thinking about what's the worst that could happen here. And oh my gosh, can you imagine if that actually happened to me? What if I fail? You know, what if I go after this real estate project and I fail? What if I start this business and it crumbles? You know, oh my gosh, the debt is going to be amazing and I'm going to lose all everything I'm worth. And, you know, I'm not going to be able to put food on the table. Wait a minute. How many times have we said where focus goes, energy flows? Again, I'm like blowing up Tony Robbins quotes here left and right because look, he's he's sharing profound wisdom where focus goes, energy flows. So let's focus on the outcome. What are we looking to accomplish here? Why is that important to us? You know, what type of leverage do we need? What other people can help us get there? You know, what other pieces of technology can get there? And what's our plan? What's our massive action plan? And let's focus on taking action, gaining that feedback, but also continually focusing on what's the best that could happen here? You know, what's the amazing outcome that could happen no matter what, you know, I'm going to deal with uncertainty and no matter what I'm going to win because I'm either going to win or I'm going to learn. So this process about taking massive action, there's literally no downside. And so uh, I just think it's really important, but also, you know, Tony talks about the story, you know, so frequently about, you know, driving, the race car. And, you know, I think he was driving a race car with like some famous race car driver and they were, you know, going around the track and then all of a sudden they kind of lost control. And Tony is like, wait a minute, are we going to hit this light pole? So he's looking at the light pole and the driver literally just grabs his head and puts it back on the road. And what he automatically did because of that is he course corrected and turned the wheel and he got back on the road. Right. And, um, you know, it's a very powerful parable and a very powerful story for all of us is because if we're looking at the proverbial pole, you know, if we're looking at the proverbial worst case scenario that could happen, well, guess what? That's where we're going to go. That's where we're going to hit. So you got to focus on your outcome. Focus on what are you looking to accomplish here? Why? What's the purpose behind that? Inspire yourself for that course correct along the way. Right. There's going to be feedback that you get along the way you know, as you deal with discomfort, that perhaps you're going to even expand your comfort zone, you're going to expand your zone of competency as well. So I think it's extremely powerful. And I will leave you here with uh, this final quote. But before I do that, I want to recap once again, it's about number one, in embrace discomfort. Number two, get out of your head. Number three, focus on your outcome. And again, I'll leave you with this last quote, which is a beautiful quote by Byron Katie, who says, discomfort is the call to set yourself free. Discomfort is the call to set yourself free. So embrace this call, answer the call to set yourself free and embrace discomfort. So with that said, thank you for listening to another episode and version of Elevate Exclusive with Tyler. And I'll look forward to seeing you next time. Thank you for listening to Elevate. 
If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to rate, review, subscribe, and pay it forward by sharing with a friend. Most importantly, take this opportunity to elevate your results by taking immediate action on what you learned. For more, visit elevatepod.com.